Eridu, the mighty place, the noble place, most ancient of towns, home of the great god Enki, the lord of fresh waters, sprawled on a high hill atop three thousand years' accumulation of homes, businesses, and temples. To the south, verdant marshes thrived, and the peacock blue sea churned. To the west, the sluggish, muddy Euphrates River meandered toward the sea, splitting and reuniting, branches running through the city. Irrigation canals diverted the Euphrates' nutrient-rich water into desert fields, where it nourished figs, flax, plums, mint, apples, barley, date palms, chickpeas, emmer wheat, onions, sesame, cucumbers, rosemary, and many other crops. Although it was spring now, the salty and sweet waters moderated the heat in this favored city. Still, it was too hot on this New Year's festival day for any water to linger in the shallow moat around Enki's towering temple. The people streaming to the temple for the festivities, city residents, marsh dwellers, herdsmen, farmers, villagers, didn't care. They would work in heat much worse during the coming summer. Today was for spectacle and, for some, a once-in-a-lifetime marvel. At the back of the crowd, just arrived with his family from their farm a two-hour walk away, stood a tall twelve-year-old boy, one of the black-headed people, whose name was Ursag Enki. The boom of the kettle drums resonated inside Ursag Enki's chest, and tambourines tinkled his name. He stood high on the balls of his bare feet. Tall as he was, he could not see over the thick crowd of grown-ups, some made even taller by their hats of felt. Bouncing with excitement and frustration, he looked to either side for a way around. But enthusiastic people crowded against the mud-brick houses on either side of the wide dirt street. Some children had climbed onto the flat roofs of the few one-story homes for a better view. No one but him paid any attention to the huge houses— as if two-story houses with white-plastered walls were as common as reeds. An animal horn trumpet brayed. Ursag Enki could resist the call of the instruments no longer. Pulling his two giggling sisters behind him, he squirmed his way through the smoke of burning cypress and a mass of people of every station and occupation. He played a game of guessing who each was as he passed by. The smiling woman who smelled of beer? A tavern keeper. The man with flour smeared on his face and caught in the matted black hair of his chest? A baker. The man wearing only a loincloth who smelled of fish and salt? A marsh dweller. Don't push! Abba shouted from the back of the crowd, his deep voice carrying over the chatter. Or you'll be cleaning the chicken run until the rainy season. Ursag Enki ignored his father. He and his sisters squeezed through the crowd, stirring up dust with their feet. A woman in a bright yellow tunic tutted her disapproval. She smelled strongly of sesame oil, and he slowed to look at her shiny skin. A wood seller, bowed over by the weight of the wood on his back, clouded him. Even a beggar frowned at him and wrinkled his nose at his manners. He ignored those grown-ups, too. He was in Eridu for the New Year Festival, his first time ever, maybe his only time ever. He was going to see the parade around the temple, no matter what father threatened.
As several trumpets blasted, he and his sisters reached the broad avenue that circled the high wall around the house of the aquifer, the temple where the great god Enki lived. Shading his eyes against the harsh desert sun, Ursag Enki's mouth dropped open in wonder. The temple loomed high above the tall wall as if stretching toward the heavens, its baked bricks golden in the sun. Curved walls tilted inward so that the temple narrowed as it got higher. He tipped his head back and back and back to see the small sanctuary at the very top. Look at this, Shatira said. His older sister pointed to the broad, straight avenue that crossed in front of their bare feet, so unlike the narrow, meandering dirt paths they had trudged to get to the city. Bricks! The street is made of baked bricks! He whistled. The king of Eridu must be rich. The gods have smiled on our city and our king.